0: Smartcast you are listening to a radio on production brought to you by HD Smartcast. So let's step forward together Ka Tonotato. Let's keep moving.
1: I cherish the idea of a new South Africa will one day live in a nation where they will not be
0: judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character I have a dream today. Aight, listen Why do we need politics? This question seems like a million dollars but isn't really We need politics for two simple reasons One, we're the future and we need to represent ourselves and the country in a better light And two, because it's fun It's interesting And it's important This is Adiket and I host the evening show on 94.3 Radio 1 and me along with Fabian Sir getting you politics for dummies where we understand politics then and now. We understand politics right and left. So what are you waiting for? Put on your headphones and strap on because you are going to have a right of your life. Welcome. Joining us today is Mr. Fabian. All right, guys, welcome back. And we're doing this every week. This is Politics for Dummies, a brand new episode, a brand new season. Uh, Today's episode, we're actually going to go ahead and talk about the various uh, levels that are there in our political system, whether it's from the panchayat level, to uh, the state house, to the Rajya Sabha, to the Lok uh, Sabha, uh, the president, et cetera, et cetera. What is a hierarchy that uh, we actually get to see when someone is in our political system? We learned this back in our civics class, and I think it's time we actually refreshed our memory. Uh, I haven't really heard or learned about anything since I was actually a child, Fabian. So uh, let's start with... Uh, the panchayat, uh, I am. I'm pretty sure there is uh, the gram panchayat and the bigger panchayat and the sarpanch. But that's all about. That's that's all I know. Could you tell us a little bit more about the panchayat raj? Sure, but
1: before that, I want to ask you a question. Why this yeah, yeah. sudden interest? Are you going to join
0: politics? If so, I will welcome yeah. you. I hey, vote listen. For you. Hey, listen, you know, you know, I've got the temperament to be a politician. Don't I? Yes, Yeah. yeah. No, but then I don't want to join politics. It's just that we have enough knowledge so that we can choose our representatives rightly. Uh, Again, we all know election season is just around the corner. So might as well be smart about this. So that's why the subject.
1: All right. But I will just add a comment. We want good people in politics. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Since you would vote for me, I just want to just want to toot my own horn. Since you'll vote for me, you consider me as a good person. So, yeah,
1: I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's do that. Now, coming to the Panchayat, let's start with the Panchayat. Panchayat, actually, etymologically, it means Council Mm -hmm. of Five, Panch, panch, Panchayat. Yeah. Now, that sort of gram Panchayat we had in India, well, even in the third millennium before the Common Era. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's very, very old. Mm Mm-hmm. Only thing is that uh, over time, it's uh, it sort of got a little deteriorated, you know what I mean, Decline. Okay. Especially after the British came. Okay. You know? They ruined everything. I mean, you know that the collector, co- uh-huh. in, you know, one who collects the taxes, <laughs> you see, uh, and of course the deputy commissioner, you know, yeah. that sort of yeah. thing. Mm. Okay. But uh, we in India, after independence, tried to. Strengthened the panchayat system, and okay. uh, if you remember in uh, 1993, there was okay. the 73rd uh, amendment of the constitution. Okay, uh, Rajiv Gandhi was the prime minister at that time, and uh, that provided for three levels the Gram Panchayat, that is at the level of the village, then the block level, that is Taluka. You know, a district can have more than one taluka. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the district level, you see, three levels. And another thing is that, uh, you know, the panchayat will get money from the central government as well as from the state government for okay. implementing policies. Okay. And third thing, very important, is that uh, it said that one-third should be women, you know. The elected representatives, one-third should be women. And even more important, 20 states made it 50% at least. Nice, equal representation. Yeah, one-third to one-half. Yeah. So this has been going on. Much good has been done. I mean, you know, we know cases where uh, a a lady became the, a disabled lady, she became the serpent. And there was no road. She got it built, and things like that. Good. But let me make one or two sort of qualifications. Okay. At times, the man, the husband, or the father—mostly the husband have been pulling the ropes. Thanks. Okay. You know what I mean? Patriarchy. Oh yeah. Just and for names. Put the woman they... there. Yeah. Yeah. Put the woman there, but you know they pull. That is bad.
0: Okay. Uh, and, uh, Fabian, uh, yeah, just, just to interrupt for one second. Qualifications uh, to be a Sarpanch. Are you coming to that? I, yes. Uh, I mean,
1: qualification, you just have to get elected. There is no other qualification. Okay. Fine. And then, you see, they have uh, this, uh, you have the Panchayat at the gram level. Then I told you about the block level. You know? Yeah. At the block level, the sarpanches. Plus the MLA and the MP and you know that sort of thing, okay. And the same same thing replicated at the district level, you know. Also some of the officials, you know, the deputy commissioner and others and others, you know. So it's okay. a good system. Only thing is that we have not been able to get the most, most out
0: of it. of it, but but no. we have got a really good deal out of it. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Now, uh, uh, Fabian, here's a question. Um, whenever you see any South Indian movie or if you see any uh, Indian television show, you always see that there is, there is always a feud going on between a civil servant and an elected official, right? There would always be that one minister who would have to face the civil servant who will be wearing a white shirt and like get down of a car and be like, no, you're doing this wrong and stuff like that. Why is there so much of a feud between them? And what is the interface? if you have to talk about the civil servants and the elected officials
1: let me put it this way some civil servants believe that they are the permanent part of the government and that elected politicians they come and go so they are the non permanent part okay okay now the civil serv that belief is correct but only up to a point Because we are a democracy, all power comes from the people, and therefore the elected representatives have political power. But at the same time, we have a democracy with a constitution, a constitution Mm -hmm. which uh, has to be uh, conformed to by everyone, including the elected representative. So the Uh elected representative should not be telling the civil servant to do anything which is wrong. Okay. And okay. in my view, the civil servant has every right to say, sorry, sir, that is against uh, the constitution or against, uh, against the law. But uh, in the real world, only a few civil servants have the courage for that. See, let me put it this way. Somebody has to be arrested for a crime. It is actually under the Indian Police Act. It is for the police officer to decide. He cannot. He should not take any instruction from anyone else. True, but that's not always happening. And then even the transferring of officials, you know, the politician interferes. You know that in Japan, it is a civil service board which promotes and uh, transfers. Nothing to do with the politician.
0: Ah. Um. Yeah. Japan Japan is a futuristic place to be in. I I believe I believe they are they are the pioneers whenever it comes to anything futuristic. Uh Fabian uh, a question here. Uh, a lot of political parties a lot of political parties before getting into power during election share the manifesto. A lot of people don't know about this. Uh it's called the ghoshna patra or suchna patra in Hindi. Uh the, the, the reason why they share this is that they tell you what all they are going to do if the party comes in power. Now, um, we've seen this in movies. We've seen this in real life as well. A lot of politicians, a lot of political parties give us empty promises. So uh, the manifesto, a politician's manifesto or a political manifesto, how serious are we supposed to take this?
1: I think you should take it with a huge pinch of salt. Like a bowl of salt? (laughs) I'll tell you why. You said that uh, the manifesto is supposed to tell you what they will do if voted to power. No. Uh The purpose of the manifesto is to get voted to power. It doesn't mean they want to fulfill all that. Uh It, It is a very cynical exercise. Yeah. The purpose is to fool you, is to brainwash you, you see. And uh, incidentally, if uh, all political parties had carried out their manifesto promises once voted to power, India would have been a
0: totally different country. Okay. Yeah. True. Very true. Very true. Very true. Now, um, uh, Fabian, we're learning about hierarchy. So we know that uh, you know have a precedent who's the namesake president, but the actual power comes from the prime minister. We've got the prime minister, we've got the cabinet ministry, then we've got the representatives in the Lok Sabha, we've got the representative in the Rajya Sabha, then going further, further down. Uh, Could you tell us the state representatives and who are the center of the union representatives? Could you just uh, tell us, like, categorically, who is who? Well,
1: you know, the state representatives are called MLAs members of the Mm. Legislative Assembly. At the center, that is a parliament, you call them member of parliament, MP. But Mm -hmm. you can be a member of parliament by being in the Lok Sabha or in the Rajya Sabha. Okay. And as you know, in the Rajya Sabha, one third of the members uh, retire every two years. So if you are elected to the Rajya Sabha, you are there for six years. But if you are elected to the Lok Sabha, you are there only for? Five years. Five. Okay. Now, between the Lok Sabha and the Rajya Sabha, the Lok Sabha has more powers because all money bills, The Lok Sabha can pass with or without, I repeat, with or without the concurrence of the Rajya Sabha. You see? And also in India, you can be a prime minister even if you didn't get elected to the Lok Sabha. If you get elected to the Rajya Sabha, you can be a prime minister.
0: Ah.
1: as has happened, as has happened. You know what I mean. So yeah. that is that. Now between the uh, prime minister and the president, the president is a head of state, so to say, mm-hmm. and uh, he is required to go by the advice of the council of ministers. You know? Okay, and uh, except when yeah. there are matters which uh, affect the council of ministers. Suppose, suppose it happens. Uh, Prime Minister has lost the vote of confidence in the Lok Sabha. Yeah. Okay. And um, refused to resign and uh, then he's telling the president, okay, declare an emergency. Uh Well, then it it is for the president to exercise his judgment or her judgment and not to sign on the dotted line. All right. And the mistake which happened during the emergency was that when the prime minister recommended emergency, the prime, the president
0: did not apply his mind. Unfortunately, pretty unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, uh, let's talk about the separation of power here, Fabian. Uh, that would be my last question. If you could just like explain who has what power, what authority and what responsibility, uh, then we can just, you know, sum this up episode up.
1: We have to migrate to European political thought. Okay. Now, Montesquieu was a judge and a philosopher, Mm -hmm. born in the 17th century, but uh, he lived in the 18th century. Okay. And he is the originator of the concept of separation of powers. Okay. He said to have good governance, Mm -hmm. you need separation of powers. That in the state, the state power should be exercised by three different agencies. One is the executive. Executive is the government, the prime minister, or the chief minister, the cabinet, and all that. Okay. The other is the judiciary. That means the parliament. Okay. Or the state legislature. Okay. And the third is the judiciary. The high court or the supreme court. You said judiciary twice. Yeah, I mean, whether at the state level, that is the high court, or at the union level, all India, Supreme Court. So, executive, legislative, and judiciary. Judiciary. And as you know, the high courts come under the Supreme Court. Okay,
0: yeah.
1: Okay, so these are the three sort of centers of power. And let me add, people always talk of power. I want to add, these are the three centers of responsibility and power. You have power because you have got responsibility. It is not for you to exercise that power per se for your personal benefit. You have to exercise it responsibly. So in other words, even if the parliament produces a law, passes a law, the Supreme Court can examine it and see whether it is what shall I say? It is contrary to the Constitution. You know? Okay. Then it can be declared null and void. Okay. And If uh, the government cabinet brings a motion in the parliament and if the parliament thinks that it's not good, it can reject that motion and can even make that government resign. Okay. Okay. So these are the various, uh, you know, separation of powers, which is very important. And all the constitutions, you know, American, French, Indian, Irish, all the constitutions.
0: uh, Uh Uh-huh. Written in the basis of the separation of powers. Montesquieu's separation of power. Great philosophy. One person or one group should never be given enough power. It might just turn into a dictatorship, which is obvious. Uh now, yes, Fabian, agree. Fabian, we sum up this episode very well. We are closer to Republic Day, so a very happy Republic Day to you. Uh thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh next week we can actually next week it's Gandhiji's death anniversary. Uh we we've, we've spoken about Gandhiji previously in our episode. Uh this time we can do another episode talking about some other facts about Gandhiji's life that a lot of people don't know closer to um his uh, death anniversary martyrs day is what we call that. So let's do the next episode on uh, Gandhiji Sure. and Pleasure. some some unknown philosophies of that man, that great, great man, the father of the nation.
1: Sure.
0: All right. I will see you next week, Fabian. Happy Republic Day once again. We learned about our hierarchy. We learned about positions. We learned a little bit more about our constitution and civics. Uh, we'll see you soon. Take care. Yeah. Happy Republic Day to all our listeners across Happy. the world across the world. That's the right thing to say. We are a podcast, baby, across the world. Happy Republic Day from India. See you soon. Bye-bye. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.